Welcome to Dr. Zoe Today, where the topics are always real, raw, and relevant about love, sex, and relationships. Warning, do not listen to this show if you are sensitive to controversial issues or easily offended. Dr. Zoe and her guests are not to be held liable for any shock, pissing of the past, sudden desire of change, or uncontrollable laughter. Now, here's your host, Dr. Zoe. Hey, all my naughty ones, and welcome back to Dr. Zoe Today. Tonight, we have part two of Beautifully Brilliant with Candace Smith. As you know, Candace is on Millionaire Matchmaker as the director of recru- recruiting. She is also a casting director, a producer, an actress, a model. And we're going to talk more about that stuff tonight and answer your questions on love, sex, and relationships. Candace, welcome back to Dr. Zoe Thank Today. You. Awesome. Okay, so a lot of my listeners have been blowing up your Twitter. Go ahead and give out your Instagram, your Twitter, so they can keep up with you. Okay, for sure, because I need some more Instagram followers. Um, Okay. It's it's Epsy Candace Smith, C-A-N-D-A-C-E Smith, S-M-I-T-H. Yeah, they have been hitting me up. <laughs> you know, someone, and I just remembered. I promised someone that I would address how I keep my body so banging. So we have to do that at some point. Go ahead, address it now. Oh, okay, cool. So <clears throat> I laugh a lot. Um, Good. I enjoy life. I yes. get eight hours of sleep no matter what. Like I've had relationships end because of my sleep. Like wow. I don't play with my sleep. Like, I, and, you know, I actually put my phone on silent. <laughs> my family's always like, what if there's an emergency cannabis and blah, blah, And I'm like, with my eight hours of sleep, I will be able to address that emergency properly. Do you understand? Yes, <laughs> yes, yes, So anyway, yes. yeah, that, tons of water. I, every morning when I wake up, I drink fresh water with lemon, like at least two okay, glasses. Okay, so before. are you drinking bottled water? Are you drinking, like, Filter. what? Filtered. Okay. Yep. So mm-hmm. you have like the reverse osmosis system and you're drinking filtered water like that? Totally. Okay. Yeah. All right. So water <laughs> with lemon, water with lemon, that, you know, I think that is like the most important thing. People don't realize how important drinking a ton of water is. A so ton. that's fun. It's good for everything. And, and also just like eating a little bit clean. Like, I, you know, I'm not saying yeah. myself. I grew up eating everything fried, greens, macaroni, Ugh, blah, blah, blah. Yeah. But it's like I take breaks from, you know, no preservatives, white carbs, sugar. I don't drink soda. I don't even put sugar in my coffee or tea. So it's like, you know, I like to treat myself to a big-ass plate of, like, wheat pasta or a huge, like, burger on wheat bread. So it's like I like to cut the sugar and the calories yeah. out of little things like my beverages and, you know, and I, and I cut back on dessert. But, and, and when you take breaks from alcohol, that helps. And uh, so she wants to know how I keep my body banging. I run outside, which I love. Like, I have a membership at Equinox. I have not been in, like, two months. (laughs) Like, I'm friends with, like, the CEO of Equinox, and, like, he literally is just, like, he hit me up the other day, like, Kenneth, you know you have a membership, right? And I was like, I know, but I'm so busy. It's like I just got to, you know, people make excuses like, oh, I'm too busy to work out. Step outside. I mean, if you're blessed enough to live in a beautiful environment, go outside. Like working out should be easy and free. And I also do like my own version of Pilates and yoga. Your own version. version. 
the Candace yeah, Smith version of Pilates and yoga. And so, <laughs> so yeah, you should come up with like Pilates yoga. yoga <laughs> yeah, yoga Pilates. Yoga Pilates with Candace, and I do it while I watch reality TV. Cool, 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 cool. That's awesome. That is so awesome. I think nature, going outside too is awesome because nature, it always kind of like resets us. You know what I mean? Yes. And I think, like, I hate working out in the gym. I can't stand it. But I live, like, across the street from the beach. So thank God I can get my butt out there mm-hmm. and just enjoy nature. Nature is awesome. Yes. Kind of, like, yes. create balance in our lives. Okay, yes. so we addressed I that. Agree. Now we have to address <laughs> this infamous kiss between you and Luke Rockhold. Oh, my gosh. That we discussed last oh week. Oh, my gosh. You know, like, I feel like at this point, me and Luke need to actually do something real, real major. I'm like, like, I'm going to hit Luke up after the fight and be like, hey, do you want to go to a nudist beach and, like, get it on for an entire weekend just so that we can justify the bus? Do you want to do that, Luke? Like, I know you, I'm, I'm going to wait until after the fight to, right, to bug right. about that. So after you were on the show last week, you knew I was telling the truth about his TMZ statement, and I know you guys yes! had interaction. Oh, my God. And TMZ got me last night. Last <laughs> night. Did they really? Yes. They got somebody, somebody from their office called on Friday, and I was out of the office already, and they called and they said they wanted a statement about this interview. And I just told my team, I'm like, just send them the clip because I was so busy. We didn't hear back from them, but someone called mm-hmm. Friday from, like, the sports department, I guess, oh, and they were God. like, we want a statement. And I told my team, I'm like, just send them the clip of when Candace and oh, I were discussing gosh. it. And then I didn't hear back from them. But what did they They got you at a party last night? Yeah. I was like, <laughs> and they, you know, and I'm so Hey, surprised. hey, hey, my, fo- my followers are enjoying this because they did some of them, they're just learning about you, and they're looking and they're like, damn, look at these bikini shots. And then you went to the Bahamas this last weekend, and you took more bikini shots. And TMZ, they got you a couple months ago, didn't they? Like you were with your yeah. friend, and you're in this cute little bikini, and they took all kinds of pictures of you, didn't they? Yeah, like $5 million. And, <laughs> and, and, and like there's a couple that my family isn't like super excited about, but I've always been really comfortable with my body. So yeah. it's not, it doesn't bother me as much, like, me doing a yoga stretch and the camera, like, the angle of my gynecologist. On your crotch. Yeah. Yeah. And yeah. so, that, like, that photo didn't sit that well with my family. But besides that, you know, it was, I mean, at least I was looking good. Yes, yes, you do. You I look mean, great. You look phenomenal. <laughs> you look no, phenomenal. And I'm sure all the listeners are really going to appreciate your advice on how you keep, you know, how you keep looking phenomenal. Okay. And so, I'm telling you, stress really increases your cortisol levels. Like, don't stress. Like, I do not have a perfect life. Like, though, you know, like, I'm dealing with a lot of stuff, but I keep a smile on my face and I focus on the positive and yeah. I laugh at myself. Like, I find the comedy in everything because I can be you like a juicy blonde sometimes. Not yeah. to say all blondes are dizzy, because I have some really smart blonde friends, like my friend Terry, <laughs> who won Miss Florida in my year, and she's a doctor, and she has the mind of a rocket scientist. Shout out, Terry Manta. Okay. So, 
last night, let me just say, I go to Jason Derulo's listening party, and there was just like a small seven repeat. It wasn't even a long red carpet. So I'm like, okay, this is going to be so easy. I'm just going to like step on the seven repeat, take a few photos. And I saw like at the end of the carpet, there was like a couple like Perez Hilton and, uh, and Star Magazine. And so I was like, okay, I'll just talk to them, and then I'm going to go around the, the corner and go in the party. And I, like, wrap up the 17, and there's a, a guy standing there with a camera. So I'm thinking, oh, you know, maybe he's with OK Magazine because they were a sponsor too. So, like, I, he was right in line. So yeah. I'm thinking he's part of the official press. So, like, I step to the left. I'm like, hi. And he's like, so, Candace. And I, and I was just like, mm-hmm. And he's like, the, as soon as, like, the question came out of his mouth, I was like, who are you with? Well, first he asked me about the Kardashians, about some new app that they're doing, and do I think, like, they're the smartest reality, like, family <laughs> when it comes to technology. And I was so Okay, confused. what did you say? What did you say? Oh, it's bad. If they show it, I mean, the Kardashians are not going to be happy with my reaction, but, <laughs> I mean, it was, I mean, I'm honest. Like, I was confused. Right. I, I was like, you lost me at smartest. Like, Right. Are the Kardashians the smartest what? And I was like, listen, I don't knock them. They're successful. We're saying smart. Like, I watched the show. What do you mean smart? And, and, and so I was, like, so thrown off. And then he, I go, who are you with? He's like, Susie. I'm like, oh. And, and so then the Luke thing comes up. And I go, you know what? Oh, you know what? I actually said something. I was like, yeah, oh, yeah, I cleared it up. I I was like, yeah, Luke, you told TMZ you hooked up with me. What's your definition of hook up? You leaning in and stealing a kiss isn't hooked up, is it, Luke? <laughs> okay, so but wait, you guys, you guys did interact, though, this last week, right? And it was cool. Everything was cool. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We're cool. Like, he he, he apologized. He's just like... He's like, you know, Candace, I was on my press tour for the UFC, and they just kept bringing it up. They just kept bringing it up, so I couldn't escape it. So I had to address it. And I'm like, but hooked up? Hooked yeah. up? Yeah. Hooked up? I'm like, I said, I said, you know what? I'm going to tell you this, Luke. You focus on your fight for now. But when you <laughs> do speak, <laughs> when you do speak and it has anything to do with Candy Kane, I'm going to need you to clear that up as far as what you said and what really happened. And he was right. like, okay, for sure. And he goes, and Candace, you are the best thing that ever happened to Millionaire Matchmaker. And I was like, don't I know it, Luke? <laughs> that is awesome. That's awesome. He has told so many of my campaigns willing to come on my show here on Dr. Zoe Today <laughs> after this major fight that he has. And so everybody stay tuned for that, and we'll see what happens with that. But, Candace, just to be clear, you are, because a lot of people are asking, we got so many questions about this. You are single, right? <laughs> and is that why I'm you getting all these men hitting me up <laughs> on social media? Like, I really put myself on display. Like, yes, everybody's asking me last night, last night, are you single? Yes, I am very single. I am not dating anyone. Okay, America. so you would, like, you're, you would like to be in a relationship. And the biggest question that we got, too, was do you want to have kids? Oh. 
<laughs> really? Did you really? Yes. We got questions. Is she single? Does she want to be right. in a relationship? And mm-hmm. does she want to have kids? So translation, what is wrong with this chick? Like, is she? What, no, what? I don't, listen, here's the thing. You are absolutely gorgeous. You've had a career. You've already explained in the last show that, you know, you went through a relationship early in life. You got out of that. You've been focused on self-love. And now you're ready. I mean, I don't think True. there's anything wrong with that. And, I mean, you look, you know, 15 years younger than what you are anyway. I mean, so what the heck? Right. I mean, what? I mean, I don't think... You know, I, it, we live in a different age. We really do. So, so yes. what about the kids thing? You were really hesitant on that. Well, you know what? Here's the thing is um, my desire to have kids has kind of, um, it's changed. Yeah. When I was in my early 20s, I wanted children for the wrong reason, to fill a void in my life, which is not a good reason to have children. Absolutely. And so I'm very happy that that did not happen. And then um, when I was, like, in my early 30s, I, well, like, late 20s, early 30s, I was like, you know what, I, I don't desperately need children. Let me focus on just being happy, whole right. and happy now. And if they come, great. Now I'm like, you know, it, it, I'm so blessed and I'm so happy and I have – so much in my life, like the most amazing friends and family, and it's like every day I'm meeting new amazing people, mm. and I look at it now like, you know what? A child would complement what I already have that's amazing. Am I desperate for it or got to have it? No. If, right. I get the, if I find the right partner and the right timing and it all comes together, yes, I want to have one or two children. Right. And that's the best way to be is to leave it in the universe's hands and see what destiny and fate and what comes your way. Because, you know, a lot, I think there's a lot of women out there. And of course, for what you do for a living, I'm sure you'll agree with me that once they hit a certain age or once, you know, they have this mindset that it's like, I have to get married and I have to have kids. I have to get married and I have to have kids. And that's all they care about. And it's like almost like, you know, and I tell them, Men can smell desperation from miles away. Yes, Do they not can. be desperate for anything. Enjoy. I love the fact that you're just embracing, you're enjoying, you're, you know, you're embracing what the universe is bringing your way, and that's the way to live. I think that's a great answer. Okay, so most people know you from Millionaire Matchmaker, but you have a lot of projects going on right now. I want to hear about these projects because I know you have so much going on. Tell me some of the exciting, other exciting things that are happening in your life with other projects. I got to tell you, to be honest, I actually talked to my entertainment lawyer this morning. I have some great things in the works that I'm not allowed to disclose at the moment because it's all still in negotiations. Um, So, you know, well, I think everyone knows that the future of Millionaire Matchmaker is up in the air. Patty's contract is up. And so um, it has not yet even been confirmed that that's Okay, when is that that question going to be answered, whether they're going to pick it back up again? (laughs) So is there a deadline? Is there like a certain, you know, is there a certain time that you'll know? No, I know of. I mean, I mean, I feel like if they are, it would be sometime in the near future. And it, and it and it, it's kind of sad because the show's been on so long, and the fans are so loyal. And they've and the you know now that fans have, know that it may not be coming back. 
I get hit up all the time. Like, right. Are you coming back? Are you coming back? And it's just, I, you know, it's kind of frustrating for me because I can't tell them one way or, or the other. And so, yeah, I mean, I would think within the next month or so we would know. But, it, you know, I just stay in the present and stay open to all the opportunities and just, right. you know, keep moving. Now, are but, you allowed to talk about the movie that you filmed or no? Yeah, yeah. Okay, okay. Yes. <laughs> Yeah, it's up on IMDb. Everybody knows about it um, now. It was when I got cast, I wasn't allowed to talk about it, and so that was a little frustrating because it's like I went to Louisiana and filmed for, you know, a month, and I like fell off the map, like you know, because I had grueling work hours, right. and it was a very demanding role emotionally, physically, spiritually. Because it's a very gritty, dark, independent produced by Pierce Brosnan called My Father Die. And okay. I'm the female lead. And, awesome. um, you know, it was the most amazing experience I've ever had in my life. And it was the biggest challenge I've ever had in my life. Like, the material in this film is just, it's, in, it, it's insane. And Pierce's son, Sean Brosnan, wrote and directed it. And I promise you, I feel like he knew me from the age of three when he created this character. Wow. It's like, here's Rosman, you know, 007 son, writes this gritty independent film, right, that's like, it's going to be a cult classic. And he, and his heroine of the film, you know, rocks Nikes, cornrows, and her name is Nana. And I'm Nana! Like, <laughs> Nana, and I'm like, did you know me from my days back in Dayton, Ohio, in the 1970s? I love it. I love gesture. it. I'm like, finally I get to reveal my authentic self and not always play, like, the cute girl next door. Like, I can show you what I can do. So, so. in other words, you're a badass bitch in this movie. Bad. Okay. Okay, bad, awesome. That's yeah. awesome. Okay, what about producing, casting, directing? I know you're doing you're doing stuff with that too. What's up with yeah, that? Yeah, yeah. You know, like I, I I'm a producer on a documentary with Nelson George called Finding the Funk, and he's absolutely amazing. I mean, he's a legend. And and pr- production has started to come naturally to me. I think it that it um I think that oh my dad's calling. I can't answer that right now. Wait, send a voicemail. Okay. Um, sorry. <laughs> That's okay. I'm so sorry. Call you later, um, Papa. <laughs> okay, yes. What was I saying? You were saying um, about casting, directing, oh, and finding yeah. the phone. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay, yeah. So, yeah, I was a producer on that. I was saying production comes to me um, naturally because I get to use both sides of my brain. So it's like the lawyer analytical side and the creative side. And so I, I, I'm really great at it. And so I ended up doing some production in Unscripted. And I was a producer on the show We TV uh, Match Made in Heaven, The Black Bachelor. So I found him. So I did the casting for that as well. I found The Black Bachelor, Sean Bullard. And so, cool. Like, That's I awesome. Scoured the, I scoured the country. Like, I had a bunch of big names that I went and saw and shot packages on, and we went with Sean and his mother, who is absolutely amazing. I love him. 
And you should cool. That's sometimes. awesome. I think a lot of people listening who watch Millionaire Matchmaker, they think that you're like the new girl in matchmaking. But you've been doing this for a while. Like, in fact, like, oh, yeah. I, like I shared with you before, like when my assistant, one of my assistants read your bio to me, I'm like, wait a second, like this sounds like a lot similar to my bio, and I've been doing this for a long time as far mm-hmm. as like being a coach and dealing with people. So you've been you've been a life coach, you've been dealing with yeah. people, and you even did, I don't do matchmaking, but you've done matchmaking for a, quite a while, right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. I have. Okay. And you know, and, that, and that's really interesting too. Um, thank you for bringing that up because a lot of people don't give me my props and my right. credit that I deserve. Um, for what I do in that show, Millionaire Matchmaker. I wasn't cast like some model or actress. Right. And, you know, and they needed Or some, some newbie flavor. in matchmaking. Yeah. No, or a newbie, no. When yeah. I, I, I ha- do you really think Patty Sanger is going to hire someone with no experience? And right. how well do you think they're going to get along through the season? Well, uh, you know, people, they look at you, but, baby, they look at you and you're beautiful, you're gorgeous, and it's good for ratings. I mean, let's face it. So I think a lot of people are on the pressure Oh, she's the new girl. But you know, in getting to know you, I you've been you've been life coaching, matchmaking. I yeah. mean, mm-hmm. for yeah, years. Yeah, I mean, I have a psychology degree. I mean, right. a lot of people don't know about my life coaching because that's a separate part of my life that I don't make public. I don't talk about my right. clients or anything like that. So after I graduated with a Bachelor of Arts in Psychology, that's when I officially began life coaching and and. Uh, really um, taking on clients in an official capacity because mm-hmm. prior to that, I had always been somewhat of a coach to everyone around me, a life coach to everyone around me. And, it's natural. Um, it's natural for it, you. It's natural. Yeah. Oh, it's so natural. And it was natural for me to address the love life of my clients as well. So, right. And then it's like as my networks expanded, you know, I went to law school at Northwestern. I went Miss Ohio, USA, and studied in London and Cuba. And so all over the world, my, my network started expanding of all these exceptional people. So, of course, if I, you know, if I meet someone and I know of an amazing guy, I'm going to, or, you know, or amazing girl, I'm going to match them. Right. If, if, that, if they're ready for love and they want that. So, right. yeah, I love, I've been in the game love. for years. Yeah, I love that. I love that. And, you know, I'm a confidant to primarily men in business, entertainment, politics, sports, religion for like over 10 years. And you've been a confident advisor, you know, way before you were on the show. And I just want people to know that. But one thing I really love and I connect with you on is that I know you have a very keen sense of intuition. And I know Mm -hmm. for me personally, that's so important with the just being personable with our clients. So how much do you feel personally that intuition plays a role with your clients? Oh, so much. And it's, yeah. and it's not something that can be taught. I think, you know, yeah. you and I, our first conversation, we yeah. already knew each other. Yeah. Like, I mean, like in the, you know, in the first five minutes. Right. And, you know, some people just have that. Like, right. Patty has it. Like, when Patty met me, like yeah. within five minutes, she knew me. Yeah. She's like, she's a little cheeky, little snarky little bitch. That's <laughs> going to give me a difficult time, but she has a good heart, and she's yeah. going to work hard. Like, yeah. she knew that from the very right. beginning. And so, um, 
it to me it's crucial if you're at all in the life or love coach business right. to have that kind of energy and be open to the universe and just like the way you are. Yeah. It, yeah. It's yeah, crucial. when you're, you know, I was raised religious, and in religious realms, they call it prophetic, you know, like you, but then as I got older, and I, I studied world religions, and I became so open to everything that the world had to offer when it came to spirituality, I realized it's truly like, it's not just our God-given discernment, other people will call it intuitive, in, intuition, and being open to that, and knowing that, and I think everyone has it, and that's what I teach my life coaches, that we we certify life coaches or I teach my clients is to get to the point where you're making your choices, your decisions, because decisions, let's face it, our choices and our decisions shape our destiny, make them from that gut instincts, from that intuitive part of you, from the discernment or your, your checker right in the pit of you. And I think everyone is born with it, but some people just have such a gift and a talent with that. And I truly believe that you have an amazing, you're very intuitive, and I love oh, it. Oh, thank it's you. But the other thing I that I love is that, that you're so open and honest, and I love that about you, too, because <laughs> I have no filter, and I don't give a fuck, you know what I mean? Like, I've done so much in my life, and I've worked with so many people that I'm at the point now where it's just like I am int- intimidated by no one. I don't give a fuck. So I'm so blunt and so honest, and I love that you're like that. So when you're matching people, we know how important uh-huh. a spiritual, an emotional, a mental connection is. So very important. But let's talk about sexual connection. So mm-hmm. what do you think? How important <laughs> is a sexual connection? Okay, really quick. Yes. Um, I don't mean to interrupt, but right before we move over to this sexual connection, can I just give a shout-out to one of the couples, first couples I matched that yes. are they're so happy and married eight years now with two beautiful sons, Clark mm. and Stone, and they're in Chicago, Sita and Stephen Walters, and I matched them 10 years ago, and they have the most amazing life, family. Awesome. And they awesome. put in a lot of work, and I was there with them from the very beginning through the ups and downs, the off and on, and... I'm very proud of that couple. Now we can move on instead. Okay, sexual connection. How important yes. we know we know it's so important. I, I call it the connectors. You got to connect spiritually, emotionally, mentally. It's so important that we connect on all these different levels. But I think what happens and what we talk about on this show all the time, Candice, and we have fun and we're controversial and we have fun. But bottom line is is that there's a positive message behind it, and I try to encourage people as much as possible to communicate in your new relationships because. Mm-hmm. Your freak level, you know, I'm writing a book, Know Your Freak Level. If you're a two two and you get together with a ten, you're not going to be able to hang and you're not going to be happy. That happened to me. Yes, and it's so important to talk about beforehand yes. and say, okay, what are yes. like, what are the boundaries? What are the guidelines? What do you like? What do you not like? What is too far? Like mm-hmm. what? Like I would say I'm like an eight nine, but I'm I'm not. There's Ooh. some stuff that I don't want to do. <laughs> you know what I mean? If you're an eight nine, okay, Zoe. If you're an eight nine, what? Please 
please tell me what it is you don't want to do that you haven't done that you're not Okay, I do not like I like to be spanked and I like maybe a light whip or a riding crop, wow. but I do not like chains. I will not do nipple clamps. I will not have any kind of torture chamber shit. I do not like pain. I want to, if it's a little light, like spanking or wax on the nipples or something like that, I'm down. But when it comes okay, to like. Okay, because you said you don't like pain, but I heard something about spanking and a whip. So. Yeah, if there's like a little whip. Yeah, the a little whip. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, let me measure. Let me measure that whip before you. No, but there's here. other stuff. I mean, girl, you don't even want to know the stuff we talk about on this show. This, have you heard of furry parties where people get dressed up? Now, a lot of college students get dressed up as animals and they have orgies. Like, I'm not down for that. Like, any like. Yeah, all that kind of stuff. No, no, thank you. Like, no, I'm a freak, but I like, I like that monogamy between me and that person, knowing that that cum is mine to do whatever I want to, knowing that we're safe, and that's a big thing for me too, and that's a big message that we have here on the show is really being more consciously aware of STDs and protecting yourself, whether it's mm-hmm. teenage pregnancy or it's. STDs, whatever it is, just be more sexually conscious of what's going on. So, yeah, we talk about all that kind of stuff. But for you, what do you, how important, because <laughs> I know on the show it seems like the goal is marriage, 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 and we'll get right. into that in a minute, but how important do you think the sexual chemistry is between a couple because you can't fake chemistry and Candace, if it if it's not a match in that area, and they do get married, it's gonna be a problem. Yeah, I mean it's gonna be a problem to the degree I think depends on the foundation of the relationship and their communication and mm-hmm. and and all of that and being really good friends. I, and I really appreciate that you brought this up because I you know this is this is something that I really want to spend some time on because sexual chemistry is important. A lot of people don't discuss it. Like uh, we we discuss everything else as far as like finances, whether or not you want children, like all these, all these other factors of compatibility except sexual compatibility. And if you're an eight or nine, I'm probably (laughs) a five or six and you know, it, and it is awkward because when you start dating someone, you know, it's like, how does that come up? And usually it's the freakier person trying to figure out how far they can go. Yeah. And the other person has no idea what's going on. And that actually happened to me with a guy, you know, I was dating and I had no idea. You know, we had been dating for some months. I had no idea he was like on that Fifty Shades of Grey stuff. I had no idea. And he never brought it up to Little Miss Ohio. He never said anything. And so we were having, you know, I don't do anal. I've never done anal. Like, I'm an anal virgin. Okay. Yeah, so I, I don't, like, that's, yeah, that girl, that is another thing we teach here on the show. If you're a woman and you're listening right now, we talk about Kegel exercises all the time. Because I'm doing it right I now. truly, exactly, and I can make myself 
I've I've talked about it before. I can actually make myself come just from doing kegels. But this is wow. this is you can get off doing kegels. You can totally get off. Get your nails done. Get a manicure and get off doing kegels. You can do it. Anybody can do it as long as they are using those muscles. I truly believe that girls, women, they have to give up the ass because they're not keeping their pussies tight. I'm sorry. That may be mm-hmm. that may be vulgar, but I feel like <laughs> anal has become so popular because all you little thoughts and hoes out there are so stretched out that your man can't feel anything, so he's got to hit the ass. Now, you know what? That's a good point. That's I'm a good serious. point. That's why nobody's ever asked to hit my ass because my, my vagina is so tight. Well, there you go. Well, there you go. That's. I think everyone has the potential to have a tight vag, but they just don't work at it or they don't know how. So I tell them, tighten up those muscles, Take go pee-pee, and when you go pee, you stop their flow of pee. There's your muscle. <laughs> you find it that way, and then start tightening it, and it's like a little elevator. Just make that little elevator go up, 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 up. <laughs> Tighten, tighten, tighten. You can lock down. You can lock a man out of your pussy if you want to. If you've got, you will feel like a virgin if you really work at it. Okay, let's move on. <laughs> yeah, let's move on. But you know what? I firmly believe that orgasms are very important for yes. um, your health. And a yes. lot of women are not having orgasms because, um, you know, emotional and yes. just insecurities. And if you're single, listen. I may be single, but I have a lot of orgasms, mm-hmm. and they, they make me healthy, happy, mm-hmm. and make my skin glow. Just because there ain't no man here, don't think, like, it ain't going down. Hello, <laughs> don't think candy cane ain't coming. <laughs> so, so the candy cane keeps coming. I was, you know, I was just at pleasure chest. <laughs> and yes. I, got, I, got, I got the little thing with my remote. I can control the speed, and I will light the candles and dim the lights and open the windows and have a nice romantic time with candy canes. We yes. talk about masturbation and how important it is. You don't know how many women will write in. But this is something that I've been dealing with for years as a life coach as well. Many women have not had orgasms, will not orgasm with their partner. And I'll say, listen, if you can't come by yourself and make yourself come, then you're not going to be able to come with, you know, your partner. So I always encourage masturbation plat passionglass.com passionglass.com glass hand blown toys that are so mm. like pyrex I have a whole, they're like gems, and they're a little bit more expensive than regular, you know, sex toys, but you know what? It's so worth it. Those things will last your whole entire lifetime. You can, they are so sanitary. You can make them cold. You can make them hot. They clean up beautifully. Passionglass.com. Mm. Yeah, I'm always, I'm always plugging them. Okay. Have them send me one. Have them send me, <laughs> send me a couple, and I'll plug it. If it <laughs> plug it. <laughs> no pun intended. chemistry very important do you ever mm-hmm. have a client that's just interested in having a monogamous relationship where love and sex is involved but they don't want to get married 
Because Candy, like, I, I mean, Candace, I know a lot of my listeners here on Dr. Zoe today are younger. And a lot of you 16, 17 years old, you're not supposed to be listening to the show, but I know you do anyway. But anyway, a lot of them are younger, college-age people. And what happens with the millennial generation, a lot of them don't even believe in marriage anymore because they've mm-hmm. seen their parents get divorced and they've seen, you know, times are changing in regards to views on marriage. Would you agree with that? Yeah, I definitely agree. And, you know, Patty Patty has her rules, and one of them is no sex before monogamy, not marriage. But there is a rule that she believes you should not move in with a man unless you are married or you have solid plans to get married. There's a ring and there's a date. You don't move in with a man. And so that's Patty's take on it. I have a little bit of a more, um, I guess, contemporary take on it. I... I understand life partners because I've had the, you know, the pleasure of being friends with a few, not just homosexual, but also heterosexual. And right. they have very happy, healthy lives. And, um, and really, they're, they're great friends and partners without that marriage certificate. So right. I, I well, do believe that that's possible. If, if this person is your partner in life, you don't right. need the marriage. Right. Well, I agree, too. I think a lot of people have spiritual uh, ceremonies, and I do agree with Patty's viewpoint of what she's saying. She's saying, like, don't give up the goods, don't give away the milk, then he's not going to buy the cow, that kind of thing. You know, that's the old-school way. I mean, my great-grandmother made me sit when I was a little girl when I got my period. She made me sit on the couch with a nickel in between my knees and made me sit there for, like, an hour or more and said, you remember that. You never take that nickel out from your knees. You know, just – you." Boys are going to come at you, and you have to. I really believe that the that behind that thought, Candace, is that don't give it up too easy. And it's very true. You need to establish a relationship, monogamy, and all that stuff. And the more respect you have for yourself, and you're not out there spreading like peanut butter, what's going to happen mm-hmm. is you will get a man. You will have a relationship because when you respect yourself, you'll attract somebody that will respect you. But the whole marriage yes. thing and getting the government involved and stuff. I I have totally different views on that. Okay, I want to get to our listeners' questions, but I have one oh. more thing of you. What we're gonna what we're gonna do real quick is um, I want to mention a few people that have been on the show this last season, and okay. I want you to give me no bullshit, Candace. I know you're very real Uh-oh. and blunt. I want you to give me one answer to describe them. Okay, so I'm gonna say who it is. Whoa, and you give whoa, me... whoa, whoa, whoa! Let me, let me. <laughs> Me, it's not that many. We're gonna do it quick. Okay. 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 Right. So, what, what do you want? You want one okay. word? One yeah, word? one word to describe some of the guests. Now, some of these guests were on to be matched, and some were just guests on the show. So, I'm gonna just name off a few. I want one word from you to describe them. Okay. To describe their personality. It as a whole, their personality. That's uh-huh. fine. Their personality. That's fine. Okay. okay. Describe them <laughs> as a person. As a whole, okay? Here we go. <laughs> All right. The late Anna Nicole Smith, baby daddy, Larry Burkhead. Timmy. Perez Hilton. Cautious. Shaz of Sunset. Is it Reza or Reza? Reza. 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 Um, bomb. <laughs> <laughs> okay. TLC's Chili. Boring. 
Really? I love her. All right, Lindsay Lohan's mom, oh. Dina Lohan. Sporadic. Okay. <laughs> okay. Real Housewives of New York, Jill Zarin. Wow. Romeo Miller, little Romeo. Cocky. TMZ's Max Hodges. <laughs> One word, dirty. Yes. <laughs> what did you say, nerdy? Dirty. Oh, dirty. Okay. Real Housewives of Atlanta, Kenya Moore. Queen. And USFC fighter Luke Rockhold. I'm just Sexy. kidding. I'm just kidding on that one. That's it. <laughs> Sexy. No, so he has to win this fight because I've been watching. I've been seeing all the photos. He's getting ready and watching his little videos, and I'm like, if he loses, that's not going to be sexy. Mm. Okay, we're going to take a quick commercial break, and when we come back, we're going to answer your questions on love, sex, and relationships. Dr. Zoe today is presented by Catapult Enterprises. Catapult has proudly certified over 1,000 life coaches worldwide. Our one-on-one life-changing certification process takes only six weeks to complete. No matter what your career, getting certified as a Catapult Coach will improve your people skills and, more importantly, your clarity of purpose. Work anywhere, make money, and make a difference. Visit CatapultENT.com for more information. That's K-A-T-A-P-U-L-T-E-N-T.com or call 1-844-LIVE-VIP today. That's 1-844-LIVE-VIP. Okay, if you have a question on love, sex, and relationships you would like me and my guests to answer, you could simply go to the Dr. Zoe Today app and click on Ask Dr. Zoe, fill out your question there, or simply go to drzoetoday.com. Okay, Candace, you ready? Yes. Okay. Okay. All right. First question is from Caitlin. Dr. Zoe, I love your show, and I have a question for Candace Smith. If she was to start dating Luke Rockhold or another guy, how long would she make him wait before she had sex with him? That's a great question. I'm going to be honest. (laughs) If I started dating Luke, I mean, we got a lot of foreplay already. It probably... (laughs) I, I mean, I'm not going to lie to y'all. Like, if I sit here and say, oh, a couple months, I would be lying. <laughs> okay? I'm not, I, I don't even know how to lie. Okay, um, so this is the better answer. It depends on the situation. Yeah, I mean, normally, okay, let me say this. I Just like I don't focus on age, I don't focus on numbers, I don't focus on days, I, it's not quantity of time to me, it's quality. There's men that I've dated for three weeks that I was much closer to than men I dated for three years, okay? And so I don't put a time on it. I don't do that. Like, I'm not – they're not hitting it the first couple days, I can tell you that, the first couple days. It's not going down like that. I'm not a one-take type of girl. It depends on the situation, period. It depends on the situation. Every connection is totally different. Okay, anonymous. Mm -hmm. Somebody anonymous wrote in. He said, I'm a successful 43-year-old man. I travel (laughs) a lot, so I haven't made time for a relationship since my divorce a few years ago. But I've developed a new fetish of masturbating in public areas. It's so exhilarating to me, but I know if I get caught by the wrong person, I could get in a lot of trouble. I'm not sure how to stop. What do you think? Okay. 
Well, I think that a lot of people get turned on with voyeurism. And, Mm -hmm. you know, I do as well. I've been in a public restroom before and felt the need. Mm -hmm. But so when he's saying in public, if he's standing outside, you know, a playground or something like that, we got some major problems. If he's talking about in his own stall in the bathroom, I think he's okay. Now, if if it is too extreme and it is to the point where, it it could become harmful to him. I suggest like he call you, Doctor Zoe, or get a life coach and go in and get some counseling right. to assess what what it is about that experience and his need, even at the risk of the repercussions, to right. do it. If he's a successful man that's been in a marriage, he obviously is mature in a lot of areas. So why is it he can't stop? And get right. to the heart of it. And he said it's a new fetish too. But I will. And he was divorced. He hasn't made a real. He. I travel a lot. He hasn't made time for. You know a what? He probably. He probably is just. You know, finally having fun. I'm right. guessing his first wife was probably right. very conservative. Exactly. Their sex life wasn't exciting, and he right. doesn't have anyone right now. And if this he got is, the right woman. Right. You know. This is what I want to say to you, anonymous. This is very common. Don't think that there's something wrong with you or this is weird. I mean, I love public places, and I tell couples to go ahead and explore in public places, on a balcony, on vacation, you know, in the back of a movie theater, whatever, whatever, in a bathroom, you know, that kind of stuff. It is exciting. I don't it's want exciting. you getting arrested. No, but, but, exactly, it's all within boundaries of being careful. A lot of guys, Candace, many, many men, masturbate in their cars while they're looking at women next to them. I mean, this is very common. So it's, I don't want him to think that this isn't common. It's very common. Just be safe, just be safe. Don't think there's anything wrong. You don't have to stop as long as it's not out of control. If it gets out of control or you feel like it could be out of control and get you in trouble, definitely give us a call one eight four four my doctor Zoe toll free. Okay, Tabitha. Okay, but you can't if you can't be sitting in a car looking at somebody jacking off because No, they do. I get I get those comments and questions all the okay, time. Okay, that's not right because that's violating another woman's Yes. Yeah, but that's privacy. just, it's reality. It's happening. And I'm sure a lot of them I have jerked off to me. you I and I both. <laughs> it's reality. I mean, how many guys are jacking it to pictures right now? Whatever. It doesn't matter. It's just reality. It's part of life. It's part of life. They play pocket pool. One guy told me he had a hole in his pants, in his pocket, so he could get his cock, and he didn't, and he didn't wear underwear. And he would go, and he he would go places, and he would jerk it in his while wow. playing pocket. They call it pocket pool. I mean, it's just it's very common. It's reality. Okay, Tabitha wrote in. I'm 35. I've taken excellent care of myself. I've been in a relationship with a man who's 49 for about a year, and I just moved in with him a few weeks ago. His son, who is 20. 21 lives with us and has been very flirtatious, unnecessarily touchy, and has also made several inappropriate comments to me. He's very attractive, so it's difficult not to be tempted. I'm just looking for some advice on how I should handle the situation. Well, prior to you getting to the last couple sentences, I was going to say sit down as a family and have an open discussion. But the fact that she's saying she's tempted, I'm saying she needs to move out. She said it's difficult. He's very attractive, so it's difficult not to be tempted. Right. Okay. If it's difficult for her, if it's difficult for her <laughs> to to deal with the attraction of her man's son, 
Yeah. I, I, we got some issues in that relationship. Right. Well, absolutely. It's only been a year. Tabitha, um, I would say uh, first talk to him. It might upset your your man that you're with. It might upset his father. So I would say something to him like, that's inappropriate. Even though this is not your child, you have to take on that role if you're going to be in this relationship as a parent figure. So you have right. to say something. You have to say something to him. You need to give him a stern look and no bending over in front of the kid or anything right. like that. Like, don't egg this on. I know it's probably a boost to your self confidence, but if you truly love the guy that you're with, you need to first address his son and say, "Hey." That's not appropriate. Don't right. do that. And set that boundary very, very strong. If he mm-hmm. keeps doing it, then you tell your man. I would say, right. see if you could do it. No, I mean, yeah. oh, I didn't mean to cut you off, but I, I agree with what you're saying. She's not taking a parental role right. in this yeah. situation. It's almost like she's scared like the child of, you know, when she should be in a parental role and discussing this with her partner with right. the father as a parent and like you said being stern with the boy like I don't whole, think <laughs> yeah I don't think that I've been in a relationship with a man that had sons and I don't think talking to the man first is a way to go because she might destroy the relationship with the son I think taking an authoritative role with him and saying knock it off that's not appropriate and seeing if you can build a respectful relationship with the son first if that's not possible, then talk to your man about it. But I would address it with the son first, then talk to your man about it. Because if you sit down and have a family, that's just a bunch of drama that doesn't need to happen. And if you are tempted, then you do need to move the fuck out. Okay. Yeah, good point. <laughs> Todd, 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 Todd. All right, Todd. I'm 38 years old. I've never been married. I've built my business and sampled everything in the world has to offer from dating models to fine dining. I hear this all the time. I'm oh, ready is that to have- right? I yeah, a lot of successful guys. They like I'm ready to have something more meaningful and just not sure where to start. So a lot of successful guys, what will happen is they date all these models, they bang all these people, they have parties, they have women, and then they feel really empty. They have success, they have money, they have already been with so many women, but then they feel empty and they're like, okay, I'm ready, I'm ready. He said he's 38. That's like a perfect age too, to where it's like, okay, I know. I'm ready for something I'm ready for something serious. So I want to know what he looks like and what he does. (laughs) I don't know. I sampled everything the world has to offer from dating models to fine dining. Sounds a little cheese ball to me. But anyway, no offense, Todd. I love you and thank you for listening and love you, love you. Okay. All right, Todd, what what would you say to Todd? Where should he start? I, I mean, First of all, he needs to start with himself. What are his priorities in life? And does he even have any substance? And does he want a relationship of substance? Or is he so focused on the superficial and living this popping bottles with models lifestyle that that's just not, <laughs> he's not going to ever really get there and that that's something that he thinks he should want, that people tell him he should want, but he doesn't really want. You know, I know right. that guy in, in Beverly Hills. There's a million of them, and they're 55, and they're still doing the same shit. But but anytime they can kidnap my ear and tell me and go on and on about, gosh, if I could just find the right girl, I want love too. 
you know. Yeah, it's yeah, like, yeah, yeah. I feel you. I feel you. Yeah. Exactly. Exactly. Get get a a coach, a confidant, something, and get real with yourself first. And then again, we attract what we are. So if you truly want that, you'll start to attract it once you make the changes within yourself. Anonymous. I'm I'm a very attractive straight woman, but every time my husband goes down on me, all I think about is other women. It's even gotten <laughs> so it's even gotten so bad that when we have sex, I only want to do it doggy style because I don't want to see his face. Just think <laughs> about female lovers. Is this common or something wrong with me? I've never pursued an affair or relationship with another woman. All right, you want to go first or you want me to go first? No, you go first. Okay, number one, no, there's nothing wrong with you. This is totally normal. I think that um, women together, it's kind of like if you haven't done it and you haven't experienced it a little bit, it's kind of like the unforbidden fruit. Um, the fact that you only want your husband to fuck you doggy style might be a little bit of a problem. You're probably not attracted to him. That's mm-hmm. probably the, the bigger issue that you need to address. As far as thinking about women when he's going down on you, normal, completely normal. And if you really think that you want to pursue something and that is your desire, then you need to be honest with yourself and the man that you're with currently. What do you have to say? You know what? I just second that. I mean, I think that, you know, the doggy style is a sign that there's something deeper, you know, as far as like her attraction to her husband on whatever level. And that, you know, I mean, a lot of women don't admit it, but a lot of women have fantasies about other women. A lot of men have fantasies about other men, but that they're not homosexual. Right. And I, I meet women, and I find them attractive all the time. I think they're right. very sexy, and, I, and, like, they can arouse me, but I'm not a lesbian. Right, exactly. I feel the same way. I feel the same exact way. So completely normal. Okay, yep. Laura. My question is for Candace. I'm from Ohio like you, but I live in a small <laughs> but I live in a small town. Would love to date a millionaire. Can I be rec- recruited to be a possible match? And if so, what do I need to do to be considered? Well, uh you can go to Millionaire Club website and you can submit yourself there. Um and we have girls all over, men all over the world, the country. And um, a lot of times, you know, we have clients that are in the Midwest, like in Chicago. And so being in Ohio, that is not an issue at all. And you should go on the website. And, um, you know, you can also, if we film again, (laughs) you can um, look into, on the website, look into possibly coming on and meeting a millionaire. We have so many more questions. How about two more? Are you down for two more? Yeah, I can do two more. Okay, let's do two more. Eric, Dr. Zoe, I would be so honored if you and Candice would tell me what I should do. I've been dating a woman for five months and thought we had something really special, but found out that she's married. She does not know that I know anything yet. I'm crushed. I'm crushed and extremely angry. But if I were her husband, I would want to know, should I contact him first? Should no? Should I contact him or confront her first? What do you, you think? You want me to go? Yeah, go ahead. You go first on this one. Okay. Um, I honestly, and I, I know a lot of people won't agree with this. I don't think you should do anything. I think what you should do is focus on yourself and healing from this and letting it go and move forward in a positive way, loving yourself, knowing what you deserve, and being open to the universe. 
Okay, that's a great answer. Eric, I think that um, you don't know what's going on at home. This man that she's with could be the biggest asshole on two feet. And how long mm. have men been going out on their wives and they don't oh. want to they don't want to come home? So the fact that she reached out as she had an affair with you, you know, take it as a compliment. You don't know what's <laughs> going on behind closed doors. Even if it looks perfect on the outside, most of the time it's not. So should you contact her husband? No, but I would confront her. I think that she needs you to confront her because she can't keep doing this. It's wrong. And the way that I would wait till your anger subsides, and then I would confront her and say, listen, you, you fucked with my emotions, and you can't do that. That's not right. Something along those lines. So I do not think you should go and get this husband angry because you don't know what's going on behind closed doors. It True. could be a dangerous situation. So I, yeah. think you should, I do think you should confront her and then, like Candace said, move on, focus on yourself, and let it go. Okay, one more. Disappointed. I dated my boyfriend for four months before having sex with him, fell in love with him as a person before I found out what he was packing. <laughs> now, now we're yeah. having sex on the regular, but his penis is extremely small. I'm honestly, I'm honestly not enjoying the sex at all, but I really like him as a person. What should I do? I mean, I feel like I've been in a situation like that, and I just really love the person so much yeah. that it, I mean, like, you know, first of all, what woman doesn't love clitoral stimulation? I mean, if you're one of those women that, like, just have to have exactly. that spot banged out, then we've got a problem. I'm not one of those women. Like, all my orgasms are clitoral, and it's like, if I love you and we have yeah, toys. Yeah, have them go down on you. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, go down on me, and yeah. we have toys, and I'm happy, but... You know what? If 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 you're if you're one of those women that needs to get that V spot banged out, then this is a real problem. Don't you agree? Right. Well, I think that you can get a toy and you can have him use the toy on you, but I would be gentle on how you introduce the toy if you seriously <laughs> need that. I would encourage him to orally stimulate you, and I would encourage you, you can give the, the best revenge that a small penis man has is he can get a great blowjob by women that might not like to give head. I mean, I, I, um, that's not mm. me. But if you don't know I don't how to like to give blowjobs. <laughs> are you serious? Candace, you do not need to be saying that on the show. Candace, why don't you like to give blowjobs? I <laughs> I don't get I don't give very many blowjobs. And I mean I just it's just not something that I do. Like, first of all, you have to be my man, man, like for real. Right, for my right. Like I'm exactly. not just dropping to my knees. I don't do it. Like Okay, but when I'm you're sorry, in a relationship not reciprocating. Okay. Ahead. But when you're in a monogamous relationship and you know that he's safe and you're safe and you're in a loving, monogamous relationship, you don't want to, like, satisfy him in that way. Uh, listen, I wrote a blog on it at Zoelina.com, <laughs> Z-O-E-L-E-N-A, and I give a lot of tips to women that don't like to or they can't deep throw or they don't like to give head and how to, like, you know, stimulate him from licking the balls to everything. I think that I think that oral sex is so important, and especially in a long-term relationship. And so, you know, I don't know. Candy, candy. I agree. It is really important. I agree 100% yeah. with you. And the, when I do give one, it's amazing. I put my whole heart into it. 
<laughs> I, I don't like to do it, but when I do, I do it right. <laughs> I, I, I don't give blowjobs often, but when I do. <laughs> I love you. You're awesome. You're so I'm awesome. the most interesting woman in the world. Yes, 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 yes. Thank you so much for coming back on. I truly Thank appreciate it. Me. And I want to. We want to keep up with you, all my listeners. I'm sure want to okay. hear everything. So every time you have a amazing project or something coming out, definitely get in touch. Let's have you back on. And one last yeah. time, though, give out your information. So if somebody's too Tuning mm-hmm. in at the end or something, they can uh, check you out. Uh, yeah, it's just at the Candace Smith, C A N D A C E, not I C E Smith. That's it. CandaceSmith.com, which I need okay. to Okay, awesome. Yeah. All my naughty ones, thank you so much for tuning in. Tune in next time for real, raw, relevant information about love, sex, and relationships. Bye.